Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today, I have an amazing podcaster slash entrepreneur, even, who makes most, most of her money on her podcast. Colleen, thank you so much for being here. How are you today? I am doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for the conversation. I am too. So, Colleen, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast and how you got into the whole world of podcasting. Sure. So I am um, 54 and I've been a lawyer. I have been a Pilates instructor. And when I decided to transfer into something else, I did not know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew that there was this blank slate for women in midlife and beyond. And my co-host and I were discussing it one day and we were like, you know, there's not enough, there aren't enough voices for our demographic. So let's start a podcast, having absolutely no experience in the podcast world. Like, we can do this. Why not? So we started in September 2019. My co-host is Bridget Garrett, and it has absolutely taken off at a trajectory we did not expect but are so grateful for. And it literally was reinventing the wheel for us because we had to learn about what mic to get, how to, I mean, thank goodness for YouTube because <laughs> I learned so much from YouTube and we are just finishing up our second season. We're about to start our third season and it's been awesome. We are just having such a great time and we've actually created the business from the podcast. Okay, I, I, I want to touch on that aspect for at least for the first bit of the interview, and then we'll go on to talking about your podcast and all that because it's coincided. How did the business come from the podcasting? Like, what is the is there something else offered by the business, or is it just the production of the podcast? So, a lot of podcasters will either start a coaching business or create an online course or write a book. There are a lot of avenues for podcasters. My host and I weren't really interested in that. We wanted to get the voices of women who are demographic out there. So in doing so, the business aspect kind of took off. And I mean that in terms of sponsorship for a lot of brands that are our demographic, for um, Patreon, for uh, affiliate marketing. Our business was created by the growth from the podcast. So there's several different layers, but we weren't really in the mindset. What, what we committed to doing was creating the best show we could do. The first year was all about creating a foundation. And we said, okay, we'll start worrying about making money year two. And within like almost to the 365 day mark, we got our first sponsor. It was Here like, it was like talk about visualization. We manifested it. And it just from there has grown and we've created partnerships with other businesses. So that's where our business comes from is the podcast itself. We're not really in the market to start an online course or I would never say never. It just hasn't been on our path so far. 
Okay. No, I like that. I like how the pod you you focus. You're like, for, we're going to focus hardcore on growing this podcast, growing this voice before we worry about monetizing. Because I think a lot of people try hear stories like Joe Rogan and that, or like people making hundreds of millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars even on podcasting, and they think, okay, I'm going to make the money first and then worry about my growth. Where you guys were like, no, we know the grow the money will come. We want to grow our audience. We want to give the voice to our demographic who feel voiceless. And I think, and you guys have a huge demographic, like you're hitting like my mom, like everybody in my demographic has someone in your demographic. So it's like, boom. That's, you know, it's so interesting because our demographic is the fastest growing demographic in the world right now. And we have been considered powerful consumers by um, Fortune Magazine, menopause is a $600 billion industry. And there are companies like Procter & Gamble that are starting to realize that and now creating products that address our concerns. And we're now sponsors for a lot of those po- uh, products. So the voice is getting out there, but it is so slow. And I don't understand it because it's all about the millennials, which is great. I have two of them. But you know, the reality is they usually use our credit cards to buy this stuff. So why aren't you marketing to the people you should be marketing, which is the power consumers? It just boggles the mind. Uh, so I'm looking at it from a business standpoint. I think it has to do with that more and more women of your your demographic are becoming into those CEO positions, coming into those board directors of these companies that have the products that should be marketing towards your demographic. So like you said, you are the fastest growing demographic because any woman, as soon as they go from 40 to 50, they enter your demographic and then they realize, I don't have this product. Where come, why don't we have this product? Just like exactly. most when men get to a certain stage, like why don't we have some of these products for us? But obviously, men being in power, it happens really twice as fast because they're there. But now that like different demographics are coming in, we're seeing uh, thousands of demographics open up to everybody, like niche on niche on niche. Like, and it's It's amazing. It's so true. And our demographic is growing so quickly that culturally there's a lag. Like we are the first 50 plus women that don't act like our grandmothers. So what do you do Mm. with us? Where do you put us? We're kind of creating the path so that the next generation knows where to go because right now they don't know what to do with us. We're not, you know, like I said, we're not our grandmother's generation. Life doesn't stop at menopause. Um, You know, we are empty nesting. We are creating businesses. I can't tell you how many women I've had on the podcast that could not find what they were looking for. So created their own business. I've had many on this. I've had so many on my podcast and I, I love it because it's like, I'm like, okay, I can talk to my mom about this. I'm like, ma, you can do this. Like, look at, look at what these people are doing. Like I've interviewed them, like, here you go. And I love that you have a podcast that deals directly with that, that demographic, like my parents' demographic, exactly. because it is important. And like, what was really funny is I, a few weeks ago, I interviewed someone who, whose demographic was the 30 plus. So 30 to 40. You know, so it was like, oh, this is a podcast I would listen to because I'm in that demographic and it's a great podcast. And so I I love now that I can share my love of podcasting with my mom because there's a podcast that she can listen to. Because for a large portion of time, it was podcasts like mine for men. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. It's true. And there's, you know, our podcast, the demographics really 40 plus. We have the biggest probably is 45 to 65. Mm. And 
these women are like, I am running business. I am living my life. I am enjoying it. If I am retired, I'm traveling, I'm doing this. Life didn't stop just because it's a new chapter and they don't know what to do with us. So number one problem we had when we started was women in our demographic had to figure out how to find a podcast. Like they would be like, yeah. oh, you have a podcast? How, how do I find a podcast? So we did a whole video on YouTube, like here's how to find a podcast. Here's how to find our podcast. Because really it's like you said, they don't realize that there are podcasts and mm -hmm. shows that are for them. So it's been amazing. It's just watching women and getting the responses from women saying, oh, wow, we are seen, we are heard, we are vital. It's just been great. I, I, I just love it because it's like, this is the, your, your podcast can be like something like the next Regis and Kelly for that generation, you know, like can be there, can be the, the late show. It could be, you could end up being a business like Nike specifically for women in that demographic because that demographic will always be there. And as the, as time grows on, it's going to change and evolve with exactly. the times. I, I love it. Oh my God. I can see like 50 years down the see, road, you know, you like see the whole vision. Trust me. Yes. That's why we didn't have a set, maybe business plan. Like I would have in a prior business life because we're kind of open to the process. We're open mm -hmm. to the journey. We are partnering with Revel, which is an online platform for women 40 plus, which just acquired a, a another platform called The Wolfer, and they've raised about over $3 million in seed money in the last couple of months. So we're partnering with them to do an event partnership to start doing um, Zoom interviews, and it hopefully when in-person comes back, in-person things. We're just open to the possibilities because I think there are so many, and you can't close yourself off with, I must do this, this, and this, because really our demographic is creating its own way, so why would I lock myself into one business model you are in a on the top of the wave right now you're just riding that because that wave is still going to go for ever because there is and even even when they start deciding on where they want to go then you're just there's niches now and you still right. you because you're so at the beginning of it your 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 podcast your business is at the beginning of the forefront you can be that old Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Um, yes. I don't know what it happened. was my fault. I'm having oh. some the, the area here is in the current work. I'm in Montreal. So construction season is 24 seven. Um, oh, no pretty problem. much. I thought it was my fault. I was like, Oh, gosh, what did I do? No, but <laughs> as a <laughs> you're fine. You're <laughs> as a as a child of a mom who's tech not tech savvy. You're good. You didn't do anything okay. wrong. Plus you're a podcast, I, I always so. assume that it was something I did, but no, because it usually is. Mm. But as I was saying, because you guys are at the beginning of this niche being born for 40 plus, because no one's ever been there to service specifically in a podcast and YouTube format, you guys don't have to niche down because all the niches come to you. 
Whereas right. in like, for me, I have to niche down because I'm in this, the wave is already f- further past. I love it. Oh my God. I know. And that's, that's why I'm constantly texting my partner at 3am going, should we do this? Should we do that? <laughs> should we do this? She's like, could you wait till seven? Just, just wait. Just, just let me wake up and have my coffee. Right? Right? Let's, can that be the rule of thumb? Um, I, I, w- I want to ask, in the two years that you've been podcasting and the one year you've been doing this as a business, what has been like your best moment? Oh gosh, so many of them. You know, honestly, it's get, you know, for me, it's just getting the voice out there. When we get emails and reviews from people saying, I didn't even know that this existed. Like we can be seen, we can be heard. Thank you for being a voice of our demographic. That's huge. And, and little like, when we started interviewing celebrities like Marilou Henner and Fran Drescher and Patricia Heaton, like if anyone would have told me two years ago that I would be sitting on the phone with, you know, Patricia Heaton just chatting for two hours, I would have thought they were crazy. It's just, you have to be open to the opportunities. And for me, I think it's a beneficial thing that I have a legal background because I often embarrass my partner because I have no problems asking for things. Like, I'm like, will you get this person on the show? And she's like, they're not going to come on. I said, you know what? You don't know until you ask. You just don't know until you ask. So things like that, like just watching the growth and learn every, every day, there's something new. There's something to learn. There's something to grow. And I think in our demographic, it's so important to feel like you're constantly learning because we are lifelong learners. Yeah. So things like that. I mean, it's just, it's been great. Just listening to the feedback, which has been for the most part, great. Um, Finding companies that no one even knew existed and being able to support them because we are stronger together as there's no Mm -hmm. company. Another thing about when you start a podcast in your fifties, you don't, there are other podcasts in this demographic. There aren't a lot, but I don't feel the competition like I did in my twenties. Like if I started this in my twenties, I'd be like, I must step on everyone to (laughs) succeed. You know, and I don't feel that now. I'm like, there's everyone has a voice. There's room for everybody. And how can we support each other? So, yeah, I, I, I've been podcasting for six years. So I, I've been in this space for a long time. And I find that the podcasting community is a very open and helping community now. It's, it's, it's changed. I've seen the change go from being secret keepers. And like, we're not going to tell you how we grow our podcast because then you'll take out because we were such a small community. There wasn't over 2 million podcasts. Now there's over 2 million podcasts, you know, and people are coming all the time. So we're like sharing, everybody's sharing ideas and how to grow. So I love seeing that. And, and that's right. No one competes against each other anymore. And it's great to see that because we all understand it. we're help. If I help you grow, that means mm-hmm. more people come to podcasting. That's a chance for me to grow as a podcaster because more people are going to find my podcast. Exactly. It, there's strength in numbers. So I think there's always, and there's always something to say, like, I don't think a, I've been on, I've been on podcasts that have 20 something hosts and have 70 something hosts and everybody has a different voice. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not really, I'm happy to talk about it regardless of age. I just think podcasting it. And a lot of people start them in after, I think if they say like seven episodes is the average. It's, I think it's now up to 10 that pod fade happens that they start dropping out and it, it starts dying. But if you make <laughs> it past the 10th, you're pretty good. So yeah, okay. 
I'm doing good too. So I think six years happened. you made it past 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a couple of my podcasts, I made it past the 10, 10 mark. Um, I, I do want to go into uh, advice for people starting podcasts, specifically in your demographic. Cause I know for my demographics, pretty easy and younger than me to start a podcast. We can do it in 20 seconds flat, but let's say you're talking to a friend of yours. What tip would you okay. give them about starting a podcast or even starting a business on the side? Maybe. I would say that the biggest suggestion I can give is that you don't, even though I said before we reinvented the wheel, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Don't be afraid to ask other people that you see in your niche, how did you start? What did you do? Because they're more than likely, I'm happy to help someone and say, you know, try looking at this. YouTube, again, huge help for us because they there's literally anything you need to know in life you can learn on YouTube. But you have to be willing to put the time in. So someone else has already done it. Research them. Put the time in to figure out what is important in a podcast for us is content and consistency. You have to have good content and you have to be consistent. People know every Wednesday morning we drop a podcast, you know, no matter what happens, it's coming out. So I would say, first off, research your demographic, research podcasts in your dem demographic or niche. If it's a business one, whatever it may be, medical, whatever your your mm -hmm desire may be and kind of create your avatar. Who is the person you're talking to? If you think of it in terms of I'm speaking to thousands of people, you can talk yourself out of starting, but who's that one ideal person that you're talking to that you're trying to create. I also always try to create an intent for the podcast because a lot of people want to come on and promote their businesses, which is great, but I'm not a promotional podcast. I want to know that you have something to say that's going to benefit my listeners. So there has to be an intent. What is your intent here that you want to share? And I want the listener to feel like, okay, I learned something. I walked away and I, and I learned, even if it's just, I felt heard. That's great. Know a good mic, learn about getting a good <laughs> mic, because I think we bought like six of them before we figured out that the ATR 2100 was the best one for us. <laughs> Stupid stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But yeah. The, 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 as a podcaster, that's like that's what you need to learn. Like, unless you pay someone who goes, "Okay, this is exactly what you need. Here's the package. This is buy all these, and you're good to go." Right. But if you everybody starts a podcast, they want to bootstrap it. So yeah. <laughs> exactly, and they don't have to spend a fortune. GarageBand, learn it, go on it, play with it. You can't just go. I'm going to start a podcast. You really have to put the work in and learning how to create quality content and you know, you want your sound to be good, your intros, your, what do you want to say? Like, what's your intro? What's your catch phrase? Because people want to know it. So do all the preparations so it looks easy from the start and also be prepared to be completely mortified on the first five or 10. Like, <laughs> yep. you don't want to go back. You don't want to listen to them. Mm -hmm. You tell people start at like 11. It's starting in season two, season right? two. Yeah, just forget about season one. Season one was a rough draft. It was just start at season two. And then when you get to like season 10, you're like, just start at season five. Don't worry about the first five. They're just horrible stuff. You don't want to listen to them. Great guess, but I was horrible. Right. And you just, you have to get used to your voice, which sounds silly, but it's true. A lot of people don't like their voice, but you have to learn all the ins and outs of the show before you start, but don't delay it. Cause a lot of people talk themselves out of doing it. And at a certain point, you just have to press record and hope for the best. <laughs> Yep. And that, and you don't know where it's going to take you. If someone had told us 
that we'd be where we're at, I would have said, "Uh uh-huh, sure. I was just, just, you know, my, my business partner has, well, she had 11 siblings. She has 10. I figured between my three and her 10, we'd get at least 13 listens an episode, you know, (laughs) but we were happily surprised that number one, they don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) It's surprising. Family's like, yeah, yeah, I support you. Have you listened this, to an episode? Oh, I was meaning to, you know, life just got in a way. Uh, I'll go listen to it now. It's so true. You're like, between friends and family, they're the people who actually don't listen. And you get thousands of other people listening. But, you know, just it's it's not, you know, brand new. You can learn, research, watch YouTube videos, get good, but not super expensive equipment, learn lighting, learn sound, and then just press record. There you go. I love it. Simple, simple advice. Um, I, I want to talk about the avatar because of your mm-hmm. ideal listener. Not a lot of people do that. And that's something really comes from business because business people talk about finding your your perfect avatar of a client. Um, how did you hear about the avatar of a listener? Or did you borrow that from some business learning? I probably brought it from my, list, from my business in the past. Um, but also... We, had, we went to a few different podcast conventions, which were really helpful in the beginning because not only did it make connections for us, we learned kind of things like what's your ideal avatar and how do you make a podcast deck and how do you want to do your promotion, your media kits and things like that. So that was helpful. But I think really envisioning was part of my business background. And our avatar, it's, you know, obviously our demographic, like I said, is 40 and up, but it's 45 to 65. And some women are divorced and some women are married forever. And, you know, we have, some have empty nests. Some never had children. So the avatar is a little flexible, but we keep an eye on that because I think it really helps draw the listener into what we're saying. We make sure every time did that listener feel hurt? Did they learn something? Things like that. Okay. No, I, I love it because I was just reading something actually, cause I, I don't come from a business background. I, I jumped into entrepreneurship after uh, a burnout in 2020 and like, just trying to figure out like, I'm not going to work in the corporate world anymore. So I, and then I knew how to podcast. So that's why I started a podcast talking to entrepreneurs to learn from you guys. Cause you guys have moved on and passed. So from there I learned that, uh, about the uh, ideal uh, listener and ideal, uh, uh, client. So it was just, interesting to find out how someone else heard about it. Cause not a lot of people talk about it in the podcasting world. Right. So I, I, I just do think like, it's hey. important. I do mm-hmm. think it's important to kind of pick your ideal listener because it's very hard when you start a podcast, you want to talk about everything, but you can't, you really have to have an intent, a vision. What is, if I had to describe my podcast in 10 words or less, how would I do it? And I don't want to hear about the whole story back. Like what, what's a catchphrase? Really? It's important to think about those things because when you're marketing your podcast, you want to get it across to someone very easily and, you know, prepare your letters on how you want to request guests. It's not as simple as just saying, I want to pick this. You really want to get like you have experts in the field mm-hmm. because you want them to be able to answer the questions that your listeners are asking themselves. Like we always have, I wish you had done a live so that I could ask questions ask. too, you know, and that's great. Cause that means you're on the right path when you're doing that. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I think because I was an attorney working 60 hour weeks for a long time. And then I went into Pilates. So I kind of learned how to talk to the individual person that those two things really helped me. 
when I started the podcast because I knew kind of a little bit about the psychology. I swear Pilates was half psychology, half <laughs> fitness because that's the way people are. And then I had the business background. So I, it definitely helps. But the more you can learn, everybody's new at something at some point. So you, you can find the information. You just have to be willing to put the work in. You can't just say, I'm going to start a podcast with no idea of what you want to say. No, oh, I like that. I like that. It's so great. Um, uh, I do. I I am a promotional podcast, so I like when people come on and promote their stuff. So I'm going to about to jump off here, but but we before we do that, and I give you the last few minutes for you to talk about your podcast, where people can find you and support your business. Um, I do have a question about books. I love reading books, and I always like having entrepreneurs on and suggest their favorite book for someone jumping into the entrepreneurial space or in their niche. So if it is a book for ladies in their 40s plus, that's fine too. Any type of book that you find would be helpful for people. Okay. Wow, that's that's a good one because I would say podcasting for dummies for <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> but um, in our niche, there are a lot of um, midlife revolution books. And I would say for women, Sheology, which is all about women's health, and it's by Dr. Sherry Ross. She is um, an OBGYN. She also has a show called Lady Parts on um, Ellen's Network. That her book, Sheology, which is S-H-E-O-L-O-G-Y, is a complete guide for women of all ages and men too, because hormones can affect women's personalities. <laughs> and if you want to be happily married, you should know what's happening. So it covers from young women to women in midlife and beyond. So I would definitely recommend her books. I think she's a, a wonderful writer and she's also an expert in the field. So I think that's what I would recommend. Well, as a male, I'm definitely going to probably pick it up because if I plan on having a happy wife, but also happy daughters and happy sisters and mothers, I probably should know a bit more about what the psychology of going on in there. But um, <laughs> Colleen, You really should. I, I have two daughters, so I can attest. You really should. Even I have to think, oh, God, can I survive this? <laughs> Colleen, I'm going to jump off screen. I want you to let my audience know where they can find you, where they can support you and your show and anything else you have going on. Okay? Okay, great. Thank you. Whoop, wrong one. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Again, the podcast is called Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. It's a podcast for women in midlife and beyond. You can find us on any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, you know, Podbean is our host. We also have a website, hotflashescooltopics.com. So all the episodes are there. We also have information and a bunch of our products that are really catered for women in our demographic, which is great. We are currently starting season three, September 29th, and we are going to be talking to the founders of Revel, which is an online platform or community for women over 40, which we are now doing an event partnership with. So we're excited about that. Coming up soon though, is our 2021 holiday gift guide for women in midlife and beyond and our 10 days of giveaways, which starts mid to late November. We have amazing sponsors this year. It's going to be 10 days, great giveaways, easy to enter. Make sure to um, subscribe to the podcast because you'll hear more. Also, if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, you will see when the giveaway starts. So thank you so much for having me on the show. I hope I helped some information. And that's it. 
Awesome. I can't thank you enough. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, show notes will have all the links to Colleen, hot flashes, cool topics, getting into the giveaways and all that. So make sure you go support her. Um, or just share with your parents. If you're, if you have a mom, like, listen, if you're listening to a podcast and you're like, my mom needs to listen to Colleen because she knows what she's talking about. She has a video. I'll, I'll link that video so you can show it to your mom and go, mom, you should listen to these ladies. Here's a video. They're actually explain how to listen to podcasts. Boom. There you go. And it's all helping you out. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Colleen again for being an amazing guest on the show. It was a pleasure talking and learning about your podcast. I'm, I'm actually going to go listen to it a uh, few right now on my walk. So I can uh, awesome. maybe g g suggest a few episodes to my mom, to my audience. Thank you again for joining me on this great conversation. And remember always to invest in yourself.